This is a Suno India production and you're listening to Beyond Chatna. second episode of Beyond Charminar. In this episode, we continue our conversation with Yunus Lasania, who will host the subsequent episodes of Beyond Charminar. We will also speak to the convener of Intact Hyderabad, Ms. Anuradha Reddy, about Aram Manzil, which the ruling Telangana government wants to demolish and build a new assembly in its place. I am Vaishali, a reporter for Suno India, bringing this episode to you. Eram Manzil was an Indo-European Baroque-style structure which was built in 1870 by Nawab Fakrulmul. The words Eram Manzil translate to Paradise Mansion in Persian. Spread across 17 acres, it currently houses the Public Works Department of the Telangana government. The current argument around it is symptomatic of the failing heritage protection mechanisms in the city. The state government, which is supposed to be the protector of heritage, is talking about demolishing a structure. It is not a small thing. Yunus, why do you think that here we do not have many protests? If someone says that they will break down Kutub Minar, I'm pretty sure half of Delhi will be on roads. This is connected to Hyderabad's history, which is something we are absolutely unaware of. Half the people, some people here think that huh, it's good that we get rid of the Nizam era, things, things like that. You know, that 47-48 history created a big void or a gap which has left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Or some, and people are, you know, like, uh, people don't know what is the importance of palace or architecturally or what that building signifies, things like that. Some people see it as a bad thing. Why is that standing? Uh, all these Nizamera things should be broken. Just again, that whole Anna Telangana things also come comes into the picture there. So, coming back, to the question is that like most of it has to do with is because people are not aware of the city's heritage here. It's funny that now this is happening because under the erstwhile Andhra Pradesh government activists used to say that, uh, you know, maybe things will be better in Telangana when we have our own state. But ironically, at least then there was a heritage protection committee which actually listed out all the buildings. There were about 180 or maybe there are 160 odd roughly government. Uh, listed monuments that too those are just listed there are hundreds of unlisted monuments which can also be protected so i don't think the monuments right now have any protection i think it's, it's a very simple thing yeah the chief minister wants to basically create his own legacy something like ntr from what i can think he wants to be his own nizam okay that's what he wants to do and he may very well be that so maybe in continuation, we have our atheism after 70, 70 years. So the thing is, uh, no, now uh, it is not just apathy. People also here, see, you can't go protect something unless you know the importance. Okay. And that is the main issue. So people here don't know. I, there are people in Hyderabad who have still not gone to the Charminar. You'll find a lot of people like that. They'll be like, oh, why should I go? They'll be like, oh, it's just a big building. What is the big deal? Like those are the kind of things that you hear. So, I'm not sure how this particular building passed on to the government, but after Operation Polo, a lot of the buildings either went to the government or the owners, uh, some of them went to Pakistan, sold it, or some of them actually just sold it because they needed money. 
some of the okay. people who had the money who could afford to go to pakistan they just mm-hmm. left because there was fear fearful of repercussions from the indian government and a lot of people went to jail also at that time from hyderabad state government officials and stuff so there are two three ways that these buildings have fallen either to private players or to the government now the government at that point of time did not have a lot of buildings so they were more than happy to use these buildings as government offices and we don't know about the any we don't know anything about these buildings only architecture students once in a while come and study study these things some of them are organic buildings but even then nobody knows what they have been built for nobody knows the historical value our current building is brilliant it's a great structure and it is it's a very historical place well, it was the assembly building i believe uh, was in the bagayam bagayam means public uh, public gardens that was apparently built in 1903 1904 under the sikh nizam and it was gifted to him by the city it seems the city city council or city something it was called at that i am not sure so then they had a council i mean they had a legislative process or at least you know a semblance of the legislative process even back 100 years ago so it's a it's such an important place golden the jubilee hall which is inside is beautiful so i am not sure what these guys are exactly complaining of people will cry in hyderabad about everything but they will not do anything that's what i've noticed those who want to do something are very few and most of the people otherwise don't know anything about the history on reaching out to anuradha reddy who's the convener of intact hyderabad we understand more about the laws governing heritage structures in the state and why the state wants to demolish eram manzil coming to the discussion that has sprung around eram manzil Can you brief us about the history of Eram Manzil and why the current state government wants to build a new assembly there considering we already have a very beautiful assembly Thinking and talking about Eram Manzil or I would like to use the Persian Eram Manzil which means paradise I would like to slightly introduce why this is only one of several structures that were protected by hmda that is hyderabad the metropolitan, metropolitan development authority which then no huda which was first hyderabad urban development authority which then became hmda which is hyderabad metropolitan development authority and there was a need when in 1981 we realized that bombay had set up their own rule of heritage regulations apart from the centrally protected asi monuments the state protected archaeological monuments we had a rich history of architecture and these were not under these two categories so intact which is possibly the second chapter in the country to come into play realized that we needed to assess and needed to present to the governments to hmda and huda and hmda that these needed to be protected under a different category these were taken up initially we suggested 167 and we had also suggested more and more as the years went by there was what was called the heritage conservation committee in hmda and in huda and these had to be consulted for any conversions for any demolitions any changes because it was important to retain also the historicity and the originality of these structures because this heritage conservation committee had to be renewed every 3 years so one particular government found it convenient not to renew they did not demolish the regulations act but they did not renew the heritage conservation committee this happened under three different sets of governments 
political and real estate have become more important than people. And this is where we started to see after the denotification, we started to see structures go. Initially, it was private structures. Now we are very threatened by institutional structures also being denotified and destroyed. The important thing with all of these structures in Hyderabad state, because all of these came up during Hyderabad state, that not only the structure, which was beautiful, it also created open space, it created environmental opportunities, it created wonderful site selection, which made it comfortable for the citizen to live in and around it. These have been now used as real estate opportunities. Initially, when these were notified under the two previous authorities, that is Huda and HMDA, there would be a public notice, there would be public hearing, and then they would be notified. In this case, nobody was informed. Nobody was consulted. Public was not part of it. People who did not understand or did not want to understand made the decisions. And therefore, we are in a situation today where we are threatened that we may lose. I am not using the word will because I still retain some hope that sense will prevail. And I use the word that we may lose Eram Manzil like we have lost others and we may lose more because this may be a beginning to destroy the rest of the structures here. The importance of Iram Manzil is that it was constructed with private funding of Nawab Fakrul Mulk who also gave the city the palace which is today the chest hospital or what is used as a chest hospital. It gave Nizam College and overall, it gave a wonderful style of structure to the city. We have what is called the Usmanian, which is developed because of this interest of Usman Ali Khan, Nizam the Seventh, who has given us numerous structures in the city, that is Arts College, as I mentioned earlier, High Court, Usmania Hospital, the library, city central library, and all of these heritage structures along Afzal Kanj, along the river Musi. We have also Victoria Zanana Hospital that came up at that time. Now, these are all iconic. It is a combination of different styles of architectures. It is people who come together to bring these together because the Deccan and especially Hyderabad state is the melting pot of all these cultures. We have a large part of our culture which is Iranian, the architecture we have borrowed, the language I speak, so it is all of these cultures that bring together the diversity and the wonder of architecture in this area. We have inherited from Hyderabad state after 1956, we have inherited the Telugu speaking areas, which is today Telangana. But Telangana is not simply Telugu. Telugu. Telangana is a combination of all these languages and peoples and cultures and food that come together to make this. It is very important that the state government now recognize and protect these structures. Why do you think when the whole discussion about Eram Manzil came up, apart from the media that has been covering about it, no large protests are happening out there? Why is it that only a few people who actually understand the importance of historical buildings and the heritage come together to raise a voice? And 
a larger section of the population does not seem to bother about it many of the city's residents today are not part of this ownership protection they do not know some do not care but a large section if you look at social media are concerned there are huge protests in the social media the understanding of heritage per se is wrong i'll take a simple example when someone built charminar it was a new structure but it is today our heritage it is a similar case with anything we built if we built it 150 years ago it has become part of our heritage today it is simply not a notification by some authority that it should have a stamp that it should be recognized as heritage it will do well if our political leaders also understand this that they do i had heard statements of some minister saying oh but this is not heritage every old building cannot be heritage you have not understood what is heritage your grandmother's house is heritage if your grandmother has participated in a public way then becomes public heritage and above all it is a public property so this is where the consultation comes this is where the awareness comes and this is where political parties should understand and the very fact that this was notified by series of public notices and all that it should also be part of the denotification not 5 minutes in some assembly saying put your hand up and end of story another aspect i would like to bring here they have ministers for tourism they have departments for tourism they have secretaries for tourism but tourism should understand that it is heritage that brings people here especially built heritage because this is what is visible if you look at smaller countries like cambodia you look at peru you look at all of these countries south american other countries other countries around us bhutan nepal all these places it is this very fact that is bringing people money and economics into the area so whether they love our heritage or not you can put it aside and look at it as something that will bring money into the region and the right kind of money because people who spend will stay more days and they will then start discovering the districts and the rich and diverse built heritage that exists in telangana so this is something that should be understood and recognized also by governments so now what is the status of this whole issue around eremanzin the chief minister has laid a foundation stone there and there are several cases in the high court what are the legal aspects of it from intac hyderabad chapter we have conducted an inspection along with a very well known and capable and structural engineer with an architect who supports us in all of these ventures myself and also another member and we have ourselves done a preliminary visual survey of the structure at eremanzil not only the structure itself but the surroundings and we find that there is no area more than 9 acres there we find the building is neglected there is no maintenance and these are water intrusions into the roof things like that but the building being granite and chuna it is very strong we are able to compare this to osmania general hospital because we undertook an inspection there also okay 
Why did the government choose Eremanzil, a building with so much of historical importance, to destroy? If you look at our city today, here is the importance also of open spaces and areas. It is concrete. So the shortest way of looking is what a land is available. Even today, if you go to Eremanzil and you study what was and you assess what is. There is not so much land available anywhere in the vicinity. So this is what becomes, I have mentioned earlier, that these become real estate targets. That you want to look at easily available, immediately available. And what is an in institutional building is automatically at hand because you then think you are the owner, you can demolish without any problem. So this is one of the cases. There has no proper traffic study been conducted. If you go as an ordinary citizen between 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. on that stretch, you will be completely stressed just driving up and down on that street. The decision maker is not in a position to appreciate this public stress because they are not sitting in the public vehicle. They are sitting with policemen and whistles and paving the way to smooth traffic. This is also one of the problems. And it is a responsibility on the government to recognize this also. And this is the availability of open spaces of wonderful environmental stretches that Hyderabad state has given to this city today. It is this that has become the attraction and a magnet for demolition of our heritage structures. And our heritage structures are now the easiest to demolish because they feel we are the custodian and therefore we can. They don't feel they are custodian, they feel that we are the owner. People also believe that the heritage left behind by the Nizam is a constant reminder for them of the bad things that happen under different Nizam's rule. Is it alright if one or two buildings go away? How would you comment on it? Anybody who believes that the building reminds him of some so-called bad period, should also remember that that same person is still drinking water contributed by the Nizam's government. The same person is using the road networks that were contributed by the Nizam's government. The same person enjoyed until the other day the rocks and hills and open areas that were contributed by the Nizam's government. Today we are enjoying public gardens contributed by the Nizam's government. If you look at anything of beauty and practicability, and comfort, it is contributed by the Nizam's government. And I do not believe people want to take one small stretch of history and keep thumping the Nizam with it. We have to put plus and minus together. And as citizens today enjoying this city, drinking still the water, the floods that were alleviated after the 1908 by the plans, by the building of Usman Sagar and Himayat Sagar, by the drainage that the city had that was again laid by the Nizams. Today, if it rains, we are in floods. Today, a lot of this area that doesn't have drainage. So what is it that we do not enjoy that we want to blame somebody? What is it that we need to be responsible and recognize and be aware? We do not want to use political reasons for slamming the Nizam all the time. We want to see the good things, the benefits, 
and what we are enjoying and that is what we must look at before we wrap up what do you think anybody who is listening to this podcast can do to protect heritage not just eram manzil but anywhere if we want to live here we want to use the space we want to use the water we want to use the air we want to use the roads we have to take ownership it is ours if we are paying taxes today in this city it is ours if somebody else's taxes paid for it before 1948 it is today we are paying taxes it is ours so we have to take responsibility i have seen i do heritage visits with school children they are in restricted spaces of concrete structures with no playgrounds with no space you take children to golconda or if they start coming to iram manzil they are going to have access to open areas to play space to freedom to run about apart from learning about history thank you for listening to this episode of beyond charminar we hope the series will continue to engage you in understanding hyderabad and its vibrant history beyond the iconic charminar to know as and when an episode is released do subscribe to our newsletter on sunoindia.in we are an independent platform we rely on you our listeners to bring high quality audio stories do consider supporting our work by logging on to the supporters page of our website sunoindia.in